The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. Welcome back to another edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, June 1st edition. We have a four-game early, four-game late slate. It's, yeah, that's what it sounds like. It seems like every Thursday, this is what we have, folks. Um, You got, you know, a couple top-end arms in each slate, and then just bleh. I rarely, if ever, play the all-day slate. I might make some all-day lineups because there's a little more, you know, excitement with an eight-game all-day slate. But I'll play some of this early stuff. Just it's it's tough to really get it into, and to be too different, uh, you're gonna have to really take some gambles if you want to be really different. But uh, we'll check out the options. We'll get into it real quick uh, for your weather. Unless something changes, there's really no major rain concerns. The only big wind we really have is the winds blowing out hard to right field in the uh, Brewers-Mets game. Other than that, we don't have too much to worry about in that one. Um, so weather should be good. Let's look at your totals real quick before we break it down. If you look at the the, fit, the barrel leaderboard I always talk about, there's no one in the bottom 25 in the season or the last 30 days. In the top 25, you have Granky's at 4 and Estrada's at 18. Last 30 days, you only have Granky. So that's the kind of pitching we're talking about right now. Um, your totals, A's at Indians, 8.5, Brewers, Mets, 8.5, Dodgers, Cardinals, 8, Rockies, Mariners, 8.5, Red Sox, Orioles, 9, Yankees, Blue Jays, 9, Diamondbacks, Marlins, 8, Twins, Angels, 8.5. So, you know, a couple nines out there, but between 8 and 9, all around the board, nothing too crazy, nothing too small. So, it's going to be quite an interesting day. Uh, and see how this one plays out. Unlike yesterday's day action, which is home run derby all over baseball, that Astros just put foot in ass of the Twins for the second straight day. It's unbelievable. Let's go. Early slate action. The Klubot, Corey Kluber, returns to the rotation for the Cleveland Indians, replacing Danny Salazar, sending Salazar to the bullpen. The Klubot, $11,100 uh, against the Oakland Athletics. Kluber... His last start was on May 2nd, where he was looked very ugly and went to the DL. But prior to that, he was Kluber. He was very, very good. Very, very, very good. Um, strikeouts were there, and that's what you're looking for with the Klubot. He's going up. Uh, 
He's striking out over 26% of the batters he faces. A strike out 23.5% of the time versus righties. We mentioned how they have the decent Woba and, you know, uh, ISO against lefties or ISOs all the way up, to, or against righties. Their ISOs are all the way up to 204 now, which is pretty damn impressive. But lefties hitting 293, righties 277 off the, off the Kluber. Lowest team total on the slate at 356. You know, it's the first start back off the DL, which is usually, you know, there's lots of questions to be had, and rightfully so. And uh, I, I I don't know what his pitch count was. Like, even with um, Paxton yesterday, we didn't know when we recorded. We, I saw a tweet about, I think it was 20 minutes before lock last yesterday, that he was going to be 80 to 85 pitches, and he was outstanding. Uh, Paxton was awesome. Got us like 26, 27 points. Our pitching was great yesterday. DeGrom let everybody and their mom down. Archer was okay. But Scherzer, Seamart, Paxton, Jaime, Ryu, and Guerra were just great. Guerra and Ryu for value. So we, we, we keep doing that pretty well. Kluber, he's 11-1 on this slate. He should be extremely chalky. He's just hard to avoid. You can go elsewhere um, if you feel like it. I'll have I'll have a lot of Kluber. In my few lineups, uh, sounds weird to say, but um, definitely will be in play for me at home against the A's. Next up, Brandon McCarthy, $9,000 at the St. Louis Cardinals. McCarthy, we've been riding that McCarthy wave, but the price tag keeps keeps on a climbing. He's been pitching great. He shut down the Cubbies his last time out, pitched great against Miami prior to that. A few scuffles prior to that, but the back-to-back 23-plus point performances. Uh, just a word of caution. He left after 74 pitches in his last start. He, they took an MRI on him, revealed slight tendonitis in his arm, but he's fine. He's making his start today. They say he's fine. I don't know. Keep an eye on that. It's risky, but small slate. It's a tremendous upside play. Um, he's striking out almost 24% of the batters he faces. Cardinals strike out 20% of the time versus righties. They have an extremely good Woba of 327 and a 168 average ISO against righties, but Lefties are hitting 290, righties 267 off McCarthy. Fourth lowest total on the board of 398 for the Cardinals. Game total is eight. Um, McCarthy definitely, I feel, will be overlooked, but it's hard to be overlooked on a four-game slate, so take that comment with a grain of salt. But he usually does get overlooked when we play him a lot, so I will definitely have some McCarthy. We know St. Louis can go off. you got Carpenter, Fowler's. You know, he's hot and cold. He went yard yesterday. But most of their big bats are coming from the right side, and McCarthy does just fine there. So um, McCarthy at 9,000 is in play. You move into Queens where the wind's blowing out, and you got Zach Wheeler, who's 8,300. And, you know, like I always say with the Mets, it's the high-risk, high-reward. You get the huge K rate of the um, Brew Crew, 24% versus righties. Wheeler's checking out 21.5%. Wheeler's also walking 10.5% he faces, uh, so that's a bit scary. McCarthy was walking 10.6, I forgot to mention that, but he's limited that his last few starts. But back to Wheeler, um, he has been pretty good overall this season, so to the surprise of many, the Brewers' bats are hot right now. They're very streaky. Remember earlier in the year they were hot, and they kind of cooled down, and we just really pummeled them. They're heating up again. They beat Granky over the weekend. They beat the crap. Like, if anybody saw parts of yesterday's game, if not all of it, they weren't getting lucky off the ground. They were smoking the ball off the ground. It was hard contact. Um, so keep that in mind. You got wheelers going out there. Could easily shut them down and, you know, strike out eight. That's why I can't completely write them off. There's no way I'm completely right. I like the Brewers' bats today. Uh, one reason I really like them is they're 
cheap for the upside. But um, you can't completely write Wheeler off. The Brewers have the third lowest team total on the board of 396. Lefty's hitting 306, righty's 301 off Wheeler. Like I said, they have a 329 Woba and a 192 ISO against righties. So it's the always risk reward given he's like four grand cheaper than Negrom was yesterday. So the, the risk isn't as high, I guess you could say. But um, I think he'll be popular on a four game slate. But it's hard to tell really because maybe people will stay away based on what they saw with Degrom, and he'll be cheap. And that's that's why I kind of he's he's a, he's a, he's a very interesting play for me today. I I, I don't I don't want to ignore him for the fact that if he's if he if people feel like oh look what they did to Degrom, they're going to do it to Wheeler. I want a piece of Wheeler because he'll be that low owned. Now I already know going into it they could do it if not worse to him what they did to Degrom. So just tread lightly, but on a four game slate. You got to make a couple weird plays, especially if you go to Kluber, who's going to be popular. Your next play is going to have to be a little more contrarian as you can be. Contrarian on a four-game slate might be still like 30 or 40%, as weird as that sounds. Okay, uh, next up in the same matchup, we're going Chase Anderson. Chase Anderson was going off that no-hit bid against Arizona his last time out. He's actually been really good this year, almost a 20% strikeout rate. Uh, Matt striking out over tw- uh, 19% of the time versus righties. They they're they're facing Anderson as a reverse splits guy, which is big because the Mets they push out like five, six, seven left-handed bats when they play. So when you're attacking the Mets, you like to have a good lefty that gets lefties out or a reverse splits righty, and that's what you're getting with Chase Anderson. Swinging strike rates up this year. It's getting it's some, you know getting close to 12 percent. He's looking really good. You do worry about the upside of the Mets, but the Mets as a team are slumping big time. Lefty's hitting 302, righty's hitting 375, thus the reverse splits I mentioned. They do have a 4-5-4 team total, but they've had that total pretty much every game this series. And we saw what Garrett did to them yesterday. Tons of strikeouts for a, a pitcher at that price tag. I feel like Anderson will get overlooked again. My biggest concern is they ran him they ran him into the dirt his last start out trying to get that no-hit bid. Finally got broken up um, in the 8th. He threw 114 pitches in seven innings with 11 Ks. So that that worries me a bit, but um, assuming he's healthy, 114 is not the end of the world. I actually thought it would have been more than that. But um, ownership could be interesting in this game. 7600 bucks, definitely in play. And the last one we'll look at is Kyle Freeland uh, at Seattle. Not a ton of K upside. You know, three or more in four straight starts. He's at a four and a six in there. But other than that, he's he's get, he's averaging 13 DraftKings points. He's gotten you double-digit points in two, three, four, five, six of your last seven. It's the last one, he only got 9.5. He uh, got hit around a bit in his last start at home. But last two road starts got you 12 and 12.1. He just doesn't light the world on fire. He's just kind of a stable piece. I'd say he wouldn't be a bad you know cash game play. But for 7,300 bucks, the upside isn't huge. He's Worth a gamble if you're building a handful of lineups. You just want to be different. That's the reason I'm mentioning them. Um, 14.6% K rate is not good. 10.5% walk rate, not good. But the Mariners strike out 19.5% of the time versus lefties. And they really struggle versus lefties. I know they beat the crap out of Tyler Anderson and Coors the other day. But that, you know, if they're breaking out of it, they're breaking out of it. But you got to follow the stats. And they're going to have to do it a handful of times to convince us that they're actually breaking out of it, if that makes any sense to 
to people listening to the podcast. So when you're looking at the Mariners, they have a 443 team total. Lefties are hitting 356, righties 304 off Freeland. But they have, like I said, 269 Woba, 0.078 ISO. So even after that beat down of Tyler Anderson, their ISO is still extremely low. So that they must have done a ton of damage against righties out of the bullpen as well. Uh, Freeland is in play. So Kluber 11-1 versus Oakland. McCarthy 9,000 at St. Louis. Wheeler 83 um, versus Milwaukee. Anderson 76 versus, uh, at the Mets. Freeland 73 at Seattle. Those are your pitching options on the four-game early slate. Catchers, you got Molina 3,300 versus McCarthy. Um, you're going to want to look at Cleveland seriously against Cotton. Cotton, uh, everybody's on, on his jock coming into the season. Indians have the highest team total on the slate of 494. Lefty's hitting 273. Righty's 323 off of Cotton. So, Jan Gomes is in play at 3,200. Pay attention to these day games, getaway games. Uh, you might get some weird catchers for some value. So, if you're paying up for pitching, these this could be a great spot to save. Uh, Grandal, 3,200 versus Wayno is definitely in play. Wayno. Dodgers team total is only 402, but lefty's hitting 357 off of Wainwright. Righty's 319. We know how the Dodgers are team well, but 339 versus righties with a 172 ISO. They love facing righties. And Wayno gives up a ton to uh, left-handed bats. So Grandall at 32. Um, the Dodgers as a whole are relatively cheap. You can do like a Dodgers-Brewers stack, sprinkle in some Indians, and you don't get the worst of lineups out there. Um if you want to look at Travis uh, Darnod, 3,200 versus Chase Anderson, or Rene Rivera, if he's catching, he'll be uh, only 2,400 for the Mets. Remember, the reverse splits versus Chase Anderson. Tony Walters, 2,900 versus Gallardo's in play for the Rockies. Uh, Jet Bandy, 2,800 versus Wheeler. You go Bandy or Pena. Pena's 27. Don't mind either one of those. If uh, Jan Gomes isn't playing, Roberto Perez for the Indians is 2,600. That's the kind of plays you're looking at, you know, for the, the Mariners. The uh, Ruiz, Chucheriz is 26. Mike Zunino is 25. Those guys are both in play. They don't really have a left-handed catcher to really go with there. But uh, some cheaper catching options there if you're looking that direction. Hopefully we get Colorado and Seattle lineups before Locke to help out with that. First base, Edwin Encarnacion, 4800 bucks is in play versus Jarrell Cotton. Carlos Santana, 46 um, you got Duda at 45. I'm, I know the Mets can go off at any moment, but they're super expensive, and I'm, I don't think I'm going to have a ton of exposure to them today. Yonder Alonso, 44 versus the Klubot. I really like Cody Bellinger at first base outfield for 4200 bucks. Uh, you got Reynolds, Bruce, Eric Thames is uber value. 3800 bucks for his Wheeler. Um, I mentioned lefties 306, righties 301 off Wheeler. That's improved. Lefties used to do a lot more damage. Thames is starting to heat up again. His um, He's taking a lot. His plate discipline is a lot better. Watching him his last few games, he's back to where it was earlier in the season where he's really seeing things. He's had two walks yesterday, two walks the day before, one walk the day before that. So he's really honing in on things. Back-to-back two-hit games, double and a homer yesterday. That homer off the ground was smoked, like just crushed. 3800 bucks off Wheeler, some nice value. Could easily lay a dud. There's no question about it, but uh, some good value there. It sucks. He's first base only. He's been playing a ton of outfield DraftKings. Get it together because we could use him in the outfield. That way we could use Jesus Aguilar of Milwaukee for 3K today. I know he's a right-handed bat, but he's been crushing the baseball as well. 
Um, very low owned value play. So if you don't want to go Thames, you want to save some money, Aguilar's and play at 3K for Milwaukee. Chase Utley, first base, second base, 37 versus Wayno. Uh, I don't mind him. He's streaking. Ride the streak while you can. I'm all for it, especially on a small slate like this. Carpenter, 3,400 versus McCarthy is in play. <clears throat> Not bad at all there. Danny Valencia, I know he struggled a ton, but he is facing a lefty, and he gets some extreme value at 2,700 bucks. Freeland, for the most part, has limited the hard contact. I told we did mention how lefties are hitting better than righties. But 2700 bucks for Valencia, who as a career has really hit lefties well. Not a bad value play there. Second base, Jose Ramirez, 5K. Second base, third base, he is just hitting the ball and hitting it so well. One of the most consistent, underrated, not talked about baseball players in all in all of baseball. He's just amazing. Robbie Cano, 45, don't worry, lefty, lefty. Neil Walker's up to 44, he's swinging it really well. Big price tag. I'd rather pay up for Cano or pay down 4200 for Jason Kipnis. Definitely in play. LeMahieu, 39 versus Gallardo. I mentioned Chase Utley. Yeah, Chris Taylor at 36. Get his out for the eligibility too, please, DraftKings. You replace all the pictures, the, the pictures on the app. They're nice, pretty pictures now. How about we get the uh, the positions taken care of? That'd be awesome. Johnny VR, 3,400. You got Chad Pender, second base shortstop at 29. Tons of power, as you saw in his double dong yesterday. Um, I don't mind an A stack against Kluber if you think he's A, not going to go deep into the game, or B, he's just going to be rocky. You know, you can go Alonzo, Lowry, Pender. There's there's good bats. I don't mind it at all. It's just I'm probably going to use a lot of Kluber, and I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i be chalky in that respect. Third base, mentioned Jose Ramirez. You got Nolan Arenado at 49. Kyle Seeger, 41 versus Freeland. Travis Shaw swinging at bet, pretty decent bat. He's only 39. So I mentioned the Brew Crew, relatively cheap. You can get... Thames for 38, or go to Aguilar for 3. You can get Wheeler for 39. You can get VR for 34. The catcher's below 3. Depending on how you want to rearrange the stack, you can get some good power upside or just you know one-offs or punts relatively cheap for the Brew Crew um, with all that home run upside. Uh, Jed Jericho, 3,300 versus McCarthy. Hernan Perez, third base outfield eligible. He's only 32. Another Brew Crew with upside at a big multi-hit game last night. Trevor Plouffe, 3K versus Kluber. Great career numbers versus Kluber. If you want a one-off versus Kluber or part of an A's mini stack or something, Plouffe isn't a horrible play there. Uh, Paul DeJong for St. Louis yet again is uh, 2,300. Mentioned him the other uh, the last few days. He's been getting us RBI doubles. Good production from down low. Uh, not don't think I'll go to him today, but he's there if you need him. Shortstop Francisco Lindor, 4,900 is a great play versus Terrell Cotton. Gene Segura, 46, is definitely in play. Story, 43. Seager, 39, all in play. Corey Seager finally getting into a price range where I can start jumping back on the bandwagon. I kept saying I couldn't play him at the high price tag till he hit more consistently. Now he's below 4K, and the dice can start rolling again. I like him at 3,900 versus Bueno. Is Drupal Cabrera, 3,700, one of the more reasonable prices on a Mets bat. Cabrera's batting second in that lineup, swinging it really well. Uh, I let him as Diaz, 32, very inconsistent, but power upside. Mentioned Pender, and that'll do it at the shortstop position. Let's take it to the outfield and wrap up your early slate. Charlie Blackman, 56, always in play. Nelly Cruz, 52 versus a lefty, always in play. I'm telling you, people might overlook the Colorado-Seattle game because it's so late in the slate. Uh, people like to play the early game, so you could probably put like a Colorado-Seattle game stack together. It's a little pricey, obviously, but... 
you could probably get some nice, uh, inter- interesting exposure out of that. Uh, Nelson Cruz, fifty two hundred, mentioned him. Michael Brantley, forty six. Well, I like that a lot. Conforto's down to forty six, still pricey but not bad. Crush Davis, forty five, home run upside versus Kluber. If you want to go that route, told you about Bellinger. You got Bruce at forty two. Uh, Carlos Gonzalez, 4K versus Gallardo. Carlos has a nice, nice history versus Gallardo. Hits him hard. Uh, Tommy Pham, 37, swinging it well. I prefer him versus a lefty, but still swinging it really well. Bradley Zimmer, 3,600, definitely in play. Like him a ton. Power, speed, upside. Dexter Fowler, 36 versus McCarthy. Don't mind either one of them. I like uh, I like that Zimmer play a lot. Uh, Joyce, 32 versus Kluber. Is in play. Heredia for Seattle's 3,200 versus Freeland. Keon Broxton's only 32 versus Wheeler. I love Broxton's price tag. He really, he's like all or nothing. We know that going into it, but his last four games, 16, 6, 2, 14. So you, you know it's going to be all or nothing, but he's been productive. He's in the lineup, and he's only 3,200 bucks, which is crazy cheap for the upside that you can get there. If if they go off, he's going to be a part of it, and that's extreme value. Him and then Hernan Perez right there at 32. Like I said, he had a multi-hit game yesterday. He went, uh, or not yesterday, the day before. We went one for five yesterday, still seven points. Seven points yesterday, eight points the day before. He's 3200 bucks. He was 3 k yesterday. Um, ben Gamble, 3 k versus Freeland, lefty-lefty homicide there. As you go down the list, you're pretty much out of options. Yep. So that'll do it for your four-game early slates. You got um, Kluber at 11000 McCarthy 9000 Wheeler 83 Anderson, 76. Freeland, 73. You're stacking the Indians for shizzle. I like some um, Dodgers in there as well. Don't sleep on the Brew Crew for a little upset. If you want to go Mets, go for it. It's been super streaky. And then, like, the Mariners and Rockies late are really under the radar. So you could pretty much hit target almost any offense here. I definitely look into the Indians' highest total on the team total on the board, and then kind of sprinkle around that when you're when you're making your picks. Let's head to the four game evening slate. Well, on the early slate, I gave you five pitching options. I can only give you three, and I can't even give you a punt without you know telling you you better be drinking by the time the game starts. So I'm going to give you the three I like, and if you want to punt something, I can't even help you here. It's bad. So. Zach Greinke, your high-priced option, 12-7, coming off a rocky start against the Brew Crew. But Greinke giving up some of the softest contact in all of baseball, like I mentioned. He's all over the leaderboard last 30 days. Only 3.79% barrel, striking out 33.33% of the batters he's facing. Been outstanding. Um, you got the, the the fish, striking out over 20% of the time. 309 Woba versus righties. Uh, team total second lowest on the board at 395. First lowest on the evening slate. I'm not going to go too deep into Granky, but he's been phenomenal. He looks like that side Granky self. Big bounce back tonight. Great matchup. Great ballpark to pitch in. Um, you know, Justin Bohr, you know, you got Stanton batting second, Ozuna, all these scary options. Would you be surprised? Yeah, I would. But at the same time, they're Major League Baseball players. But Granky's in a great spot, similar to Scherzer last night. Scherzer was even better at the Giants. But uh, really good spot for Granky tonight. Estrada, 9,600 at the Yankees. Marco Estrada, still not many talk about how good this kid has been. Back-to-back one-earned-run outings against Texas at Baltimore. Two really good offenses. 28.5, 39.7. He's got 25 or more DraftKings points in three of his last four starts. Um, 20 or more in five of his last seven. 
or six of his last eight, seven of his last nine, I should say. He's been very, very good this year, to say the least. Very, very good. He's 9,600. He's at home against the powerful Yankees. He's striking out 24% of the batters he faces. Yankees striking out almost 23% of the time versus righties, but they they crush the baseball, and we know that. Team total of 429. Lefty's hitting 268. Righty's 299. Estrada limits hard contact a lot. Limits it a lot. Um, the Yankees are a team that can hit anybody. We know that for a fact. It's a really, really good play on a small slate at 9000 bucks, especially if you're not paying up for Grant yet. recommend paying up for Estrada at 96. The blow-up's always there. It's a ballpark to where the ball can fly. The Yankees can hit. But I'll take my chances with Estrada at 96 on a small slate. And then the third option, Eduardo Rodriguez at 8900 bucks in Baltimore. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. Um, he's got three earned runs or less in, in every start this year except his first one at Detroit. He's been outstanding since that Detroit Detroit start. Eight straight or eight of nine double digit performances, most are seventeen or more. He's been really, really good. Looking like the E Rod of old. Talked about him on the bench with Bubba this week. Really good stuff. Striking out over twenty three percent he faces. Orioles strike out twenty four point five four percent of the time versus left handed pitching, and they just struggle against lefties. We've mentioned it time and time again. Uh, lefty's hitting 322, righty's only 299 versus Erod. Biggest thing with Erod is he's got to not walk, guys. His walks are down to 9%, which is great. He's improving that as we go. He's a great play tonight. Uh, should go low-owned, I would hope, on this slate. Okay, if you want to roll the dice, you got K upside with Alex Meyer, but a boatload of walk potential there. And then Wade Miley can pull the horseshoe out once in a while against Boston, who for some reason just can't go deep too often, but... Man, Mookie Betts loves Camden Yards, and just it's that's just a predicament I don't want anything to do with. But if you want to go Wade Miley, I get it. They don't strike out a ton. They only strike out fourteen percent of the time. Uh, Alex Meyer at least strikes out over twenty five percent he faces, and the Twins strike out almost twenty two percent of the time versus righties. But he walks fifteen point six percent of the batters he faces, and the Twins can match the baseball. Given Sano's been out for two straight games. With an illness, so she knows how that helps your Meyer case a bunch. But Meyer is the only cheap option I could even look at if you want to go there. That's my recommendation. I said I wouldn't give you one. I just gave you one. Meyer is the only one I could go to, and I don't even know if I'll go there. I might just pay up and then find cheap bats. It's that bad. So Granky twelve seven at Miami, Estrada ninety six versus the Yankees, Erod eighty nine at Baltimore. Your catchers Gary Sanchez forty three hundred bucks versus Estrada. Um, I'm not saying don't play Yankees bats against Estrada. Their, their bats are just great, period. But I love Estrada. I think he shuts them down. He's been so good this year. So, so good. But, you know, every good pitcher still only pitches good two out of three or three out of four starts. There's always that one, you know, hiccup. It just That's just baseball. So, there you go. Russell, the love muscle, 3,900 versus CC Sabathia is phenomenal. The, the Toronto Blue Jays, they're starting to hit the ball again. I mentioned, you know, when they get healthy, which they are now, they're going to rake, and they are raking, and they are a team in history that has hit lefties extremely well. Russell's had a big week, a couple homers so far this week. Facing CeCe, who we've used a lot lately. He's had good matchups. He's pitched great. This is not one of those matchups for CeCe. If he pitches great today, tip your cap. But Toronto, they're going to be popular, and they should be. Russell, 3900 bucks. You got Christian Vaxquez, 33 versus Miley. Uh, JT Lemuto, 33 for fading Granke. Uh, Chris Iannetta, folk. Jeff Locke is back on the mound tonight. He's starting for the fish. Iannetta, 2,900 versus Locke is a really solid play. Jason Castro went ding-dong yesterday. 2,800 versus Meyer. 
Uh, Maldonado, 2,900 versus the lefty Mejia. Those are both really good value plays if you want to go that direction. Caleb Joseph should be starting because um, Wellington Castillo went back to the DL. So Joseph starting for Baltimore, 2,500 versus the lefty Erod is an option if you're fading there. And then if Martin's not in the lineup, for some reason I remember Luke Mollet is always catching Estrada. If that is the case, he's not like a world beater at the place, but he can run into one from time to time. He's only 2,200 versus Sabathia if you want a real cheap catcher with upside, so keep that in mind. First base, Goldie, 55 versus Locke is awesome. Kendris Morales, switch hit in 4,800 versus Sabathia. Justin Smoke, 46, both in play. Hanram, 45 versus Miley's outstanding. Hanley loves his lefties. Um, you got Pujols, 42 versus Mejia. Love that, going for 600. Justin Bohr, 4K versus Granky, double donged yesterday. I mentioned the Baltimore stack yesterday, and it was beautiful, beautiful. Chris Davis went deep. He's 36 versus Erod. Trey Mancini, 35 versus Erod. First base outfield eligible is in play. Keep an eye on that one. If you're not playing Pujols, but you want some Angels, a cheap one, Jeffrey Marte, for some reason, is only first base eligible, even though he plays elsewhere, like third base DraftKings. He's first base eligible, 3400 bucks. Hits lefties pretty well. He'll be very, very low owned, so keep that in mind. Sam Travis, he's there to face lefties for the Sox. Really hasn't done too much yet. Um, he must have had a big game the other day in that blowout. Yeah, he did. Never mind. The other night in that 13-7 to slacking with you know Quintana and company, went three for four, two doubles and three runs for 24 DraftKings points. He's only 29 tonight against Wade Miley. You know, we usually don't punt first base too often, but like you got Travis at 29 and Marte at 34. A couple of nice cheaper options there if you need to go that route which you might need to if you're paying up for these pitchers. Second base, Brian Dozier, 47 versus Myers, always in play. Devin Travis is on fire on an amazing month of May. He's 42 versus Sabathia. Jonathan Scope, 4K versus Erod. Starting Castro has hit Estrada very well in his career. He's one of the Yankees that's hit him extremely well. He's 3600 bucks. Brandon Drury versus a lefty and Jeff Locke is 3K. That's insane value. Usually when you see... Drury versus lefty, you're going to see a lot better price tag than that. 3K is really solid value there. And that'll do it at your second base position. Third base, Jacob Lamb, 5K versus Locke. Donaldson, 47 versus the lefty Sabathia is, in the old days, that is an absolute lock and load. I'm really close to saying that is still lock and load. That is outstanding. Manny Machado is down to 3900 bucks, and that's because he's slumping so, so bad, folks. Like, extremely bad. He's going to break out of it one of these days. So I understand why people keep playing him. I even threw him in lineups yesterday. He's just striking out a ton. I don't remember the last time he got a hit. It's been bad, really bad. Uh, Devin Marrero, right-handed bat play in third base for uh, Boston. I know Pablo's back, but I'm guessing with the lefty on the mound, Marrero should still get a shot there. Let me see if they even kept him up. Yeah, he's going to start against left-handers. They're reporting with Pablo back. He'll still start versus lefties. He's $3,200. Um, so another cheap option there. He's really not a good hitter. He ran into two the other day, so don't get your hopes up too much there. Uh, Chase Headley, 27. Dietrich, 28 versus Granky. if you want a low punt versus Granky, But those are your third baseman. Heading over to shortstop, Xander Bogarts, 48 versus Miley's outstanding. Chris Owings, outfield shortstop eligible for 44 is very solid. Andrelton Simmons is having an amazing year. No one's talking about him. He's, I've mentioned him a lot on this podcast, especially lately. He continues to hit. He had an off game last night. That's fine. Um, 
facing the lefty Mejia, he's thirty nine hundred bucks. Like I said, you can get Angels cheap. That's why I was kind of thinking the all day. You can get Angels cheap. You can get like Brewers cheap. Um, you can get uh, what was the other one? Dodgers cheap. Then some sneaky Red Sox action versus Miley. You, there's some interesting plays if you want to play the all day. I get it. I would get it, and you have more pitchers options, obviously, to mix and match. So I get it if you want a sneaky play some all day. I'm not the biggest all day player, but it's plays like that you could get some nice plays in. Two lows, 38 versus Sabathia. That's a really solid play. He's swinging a decent bat off of the DL. Jorge Polanco, 32 versus Meyer. I like that left-handed bat towards the top of the order. Nick Ahmed, 33 versus. Jeffrey Locke, I'd probably go to Polanco, but Ahmed, you never know. He'll run into him from time to time. J.J. Hardy, extremely, you know, boomer bust. He's 29 versus Erod. Eduardo Escobar, 27 versus Meyer. Our board J.T. Riddle, 27 versus Granke. Riddle just keeps producing for us. I think he double-digited it yesterday for us. So cheap, and he's just producing like crazy. He's our new Tim Beckham right now until they raise his price. Going to the outfield, Mookie Betts, 5300 bucks versus Wade Miley is amazing. Mookie Betts destroys pitching in Camden Yards. Lefties, righties, doesn't matter. Mookie Betts loves Camden Yards. He homers at least a couple times every series. Loves the place. Aaron Judge, 5200 is a great play every day. Joey Bats, 49 versus CC is amazing. I go Betts, Batista. That'd be a hell of a one-two punch if you can afford it. It's tough to afford tonight. Um... Unless you take like your Sam Travis's and your Luke Mollies of the world. Chris Owings, 44. Brett Gardner, 43. Having a great, great season, especially month of May. Marcelo Zuna, 43. Outstanding season. Hits righties very well. Uh, Aaron Hicks, 4K. Adam Jones came back from a couple days off. Went deep. Had a big game yesterday. He's 3,900 versus Erod. Definitely a play there. I love Rodriguez, though, so I can't really get behind a ton of Baltimore bats, but some nice value there. Robbie Grossman, 39 versus Myers, a really good play, always under-owned. Yasmani Tomas versus a lefty. He's only 3900 bucks. lefty and Jeff Locke. That's a great play. Trumbo, 37, big game yesterday. Starting to heat up, heat up a lot. So Trumbo's definitely in play at 37, even if he's like a one-off, just one Baltimore bat because he has stacks everywhere else. Trumbo, that's extreme value at 37. He could go over, but that price tag, you know, he could produce like a Mookie Betts at 5300 So good price tag there. Kepler, 3600 versus Myers is a really solid price tag. Twins are cheap versus Myers as well. Another cheap team to look at. Chris Young versus a lefty at 3500 Not bad at all. Mentioned Mancini. Pilar, 3500 versus Sabathia is great. Some nice middle, middle threes here to help you save some money with some upside. Keep them in mind. You don't always have to go to the top. I love going to the top. I understand why you want to go to the top, but you don't have to. There's some upside there. Um, if you want a punt outfielder, Eric Young Jr., switch hitter. He's been leading off a bit. If not, if he's just anywhere in the lineup, he's 2400 bucks. He's a punt. Hit a home run yesterday to give him the 2-1 to one victory. Um, keep an eye on him at 2400 He's in play as well. So there you have it. Granky 12-7, Estrada 96, Erod 89. You're looking at um, on the night slate, CC, I mean, Toronto versus CC, 4-7-1 team total. Love Toronto. Mentioned them quite a bit. Red Sox versus Miley are in play. Righty's hitting 354 off of Miley. Um, you know, he could go some Baltimore versus Erod, but I really like Erod tonight, but I understand it if you do. Angels versus Mejia is outstanding. Lefty's hitting 512. Righty's 376 off Mejia. Angels will be super low owned, folks. 
I know they they're they're, they're like the A's, boomer busts. You know, always low owned, always cheap. But when they go off, there's no trout, which sucks. But it's another reason no one's gonna play them. Like I mentioned, you got Marte or Pools at first. You got Simmons at short. You got a couple options in the outfield. You got you got some plays there if you want Maldonado behind the dish. It's not the best team to target, but it's a good matchup tonight on a small slate. Twins versus Meyer. Lefty's hitting 398 off Meyer. So you got Grossman and Kepler. It's not going to scare you off Dozier by any means. Polanco, I've mentioned. Castro behind the dish. Good options there with the Twinks. Um, good good plays. Interesting plays. Interesting four-game slates. So you got four-game early, four-game late. Eight-game all day. Wink, wink. Check it out. But we'll see how it goes. Could be a really horrible day. Could be really interesting. It's one of those slates. But more importantly, check us out, thesportsdgens.com, at thesportsdgens. Benched with Bubba, episode 39 with Keith Farnsworth is out. Really good stuff in there talking D-backs, fantasy baseball, some would-you-rathers, just baseball in general talk. Really good stuff. Uh, around the bases, episode 14 with Bubba and Mo is out. Talking the brawl by the bay, um, David Price, Mike Trout injury, Ryan Braun, some fantasy aspects of that, just overall aspects. And some pretenders, contenders after two months of baseball. What teams have... You know, do we believe in their hot starts or slow starts or whatever? Check that out. Really good stuff there. You can find all the podcasts involving the sports DGENs at Spreaker on SD Radio, uh, on SoundCloud at SD Sports, or on iTunes. So check them all out. Um, the UFC 212 preview with myself and Doc at positive underscore big will be out today. It's actually already available online at those Spreaker, iTunes, and SoundCloud spots if you need them. But the, uh, the article will be out later today. But check it all out. Good luck today. Play smart. Don't get too crazy. Um, one thing I will say is try to keep it to like the lower multi-entries because if you go to those 150 pluses with such a small slate, those guys that multi-entry will have every possible scenario under the sun. You'll probably never win unless you just hit the nuts. So I'd stay to the lower entry tournaments if possible. Keep that in mind. It's not a day to go to the big boys table unless you're going to be the big boy. 20 entry or less, folks. With that being said, good luck. Hit me up on Twitter at BDenter with any questions you may have. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Thursday, June 1st edition. Catch you guys later.